Hey gang, welcome back to another spooky episode of the Harmonics Podcast. No, Annette, shaking no. your head already? That was too scary for her. I, too I, scary. I, like, <laughs> shaking in my boots. So all of our shows are a little bit scary. This one, maybe more so than others, uh, because it's the Halloweens. The Halloweens? <laughs> it's the Halloweens, yeah. right? Yeah, that's how it's, yep. Sure. Uh, Dia de los Muertos? Nope. No? That's a different thing. No? Okay. No, that's the first, right? Yep. I actually don't know what day, but it's definitely a different thing. That's what I, I all I know. I should probably. So regardless, this is a Halloweeny, uh, <laughs> spooky theme show, right? Scary. Is that is that what we're doing? Spooky, scary? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah? So, sort of. I guess. Okay, good, good. I only found out what we were talking about within like the last ten minutes, so. I'm talking about amazing pumpkin something. Mm-hmm. See, I can't read your pumpkin scroll too fast. Something. Oh no, I'm looking at food. Yeah, that was like a quinoa. Recipe. Oh, Kanokanakoa. <laughs> quinoa. The quinoa recipe. Yeah. How do you even say that that word? Uh, Kanokanakoa. Okay. Go to, go to <laughs> Is that a pronunciation manual? manual? <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. That's my favorite. Uh, so we are a little bit loopy from all of the game launches. I feel like every podcast we're loopy as That's hell yeah, for, for like any reason. reason. For some reason More or so another. More so than usual now, though, uh, since. Was the last? Yeah, last podcast was out after a city sleeps launched. Is it after? Uh huh. And before Fantasia. And before Fantasia. Okay. So now in the last two weeks, we've released City Sleeps and Fantasia, yep. and now we just have to support them forever. For the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives. They're out. We had a Which lot. Which thankfully of won't be that long. Cupcakes. So much cake. In the last, and there's also the podcast cake that I missed, which I was bummed about, but it was yep. really good. Um, I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised it all got eight. It looked like a pretty big cake, though. Oh yeah, it got destroyed. Man, it looked good. Was it like a like a Shaw's sheet cake? It was a Shaw's oh. sheet cake with buttercream frosting yeah. and God, confetti I sprinkles. Nice and marbled. Sheet cake. Yeah, we had. Oh. So what Annette's talking about is that we had a cake to celebrate the five year anniversary of us doing the podcast, which was exciting. Talking about sugar, I'm gonna pull like one of the fifty candies <laughs> right? in You've my been pocket. Trick or treating in the office all day. Like, yep. First thing in the morning, you came into my office, sat down, you were like, "Yo, you got some sugar?" <laughs> I was like, There's a bar of chocolate right there. I've got some Kinder chocolate on my desk. I got Pop Rocks. I was like, "Yo, yep. Pop Rocks!" Oh yeah. I went to the right place. It's like yeah. I knew Trites is my guy. I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. If the Pop zombie Rocks. apocalypse ever breaks out, I will be fine in my office <laughs> because I will have plenty of chocolate to sustain and me. diabetes. And diabetes. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we you're launched uh, a lot of shit. making short work of that candy. I am. Stop by. Uh, stop by Janet's I Janet's office. Grab candy some candy bowl. there. Mm-hmm. Had some candy. Um, launched a game last week, and it's been great. Actually, it's been really good. Um, you know, launches are always a little, little crazy, and all things considered, there are some you know like minor issues, but for the most part, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. It wasn't. I mean, you know, it's stressful, but we've certainly had rockier launches. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, for sure. That's so for I sure. definitely. It was still able to go home at a reasonable hour every night, so that I would say was a success. Cool, um, I'll take that. I'll take that. Win. Just answering messages on my phone. Now get to work yeah. on amplitude. I am. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. Um, well, I guess I can't really talk about this stuff yet, but I have stuff to talk about soon. That's cool. Um, things that we'll be participating in, and ways for people to get their hands on the game. So. I uh, overheard some Amplitude music before leaving the office on Friday night uh, Mm -hmm. that they had not yet played for the company, and it sounded pretty good. It's pretty baller. We um, 
had a team meeting on Friday and I saw a new build and it's sort of like hit the point in development where every week it just looks significantly different. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And so it's like from the last build I had like that I took to like a business meeting to like this one, it's crazy. Like they added meant like you know, preliminary menu art, and it actually is starting to look like a game, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so a lot of the gray box stuff is being replaced with, like, some art pieces, and the camera work's being tuned, and everything just looks amazing so far. So it's definitely coming together. I'm really excited for people to see it. I definitely was sitting there and just, like, had total goosebumps the whole time because, like, just being able to see what it's cool. – have a better sense of what it's going to look like is, like, amazing. So I'm really excited to, to share more of that stuff with, with everyone and – we will in the next couple of months. It's basically what's going to be eating up a lot of my time now is, is trying to get stuff ready and out the door. Um, so if you're back to Kickstarter, haven't updated in a little bit. We've been traveling and doing a lot of stuff so and launching all of the games, but we'll have more stuff to share. And if people slept on the Kickstarter while it was up, but they still wanted to give us money, they can do that now, too. You can, and for you know, and at a benefit, too. So it's not like you're just giving us money and getting a game. I mean, you can, you can do that, get, too. I mean, you could do that you if you want to, because you like us. And, to 625 Mass Ave. And everything's <laughs> great. Um, but we also have different opportunities um, to, like, pick up some merch that you might have missed from the Kickstarter. You can pick up the soundtrack. Um, we have, like, a, a really cool shirt on there. It's different than the one the Kickstarter backers are getting, because that shirt is exclusive to them, but... Still a pretty sweet shirt with the Beat Blaster on it. Um, these patches that we gave away at PAX are, are also up for sale. Um, and a couple other things. And they're all bundled and pretty reasonably priced. So if you guys want some cool Amplitude stuff, now's the time. Go to Backer Kit. I'm stoked for all that swag. Uh, harmonicsmusic.com slash Amplitude pre-order. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is being run via the service called Backer Kit that we're using to help us with Kickstarter fulfillment. And also accept pre-orders for folks who missed out and were sending me messages upset that they missed the Kickstarter but still want some cool stuff. So kind of taking care of everybody. Best of both worlds. Yeah, man. Works out well. Get that swag. Cool. And if Pope ever shows up, he's currently like 30 minutes late for this podcast. jerk. Oof. He better be dead. (laughs) (laughs) But if he ever shows up, he would come in and he would tell you all about A City Sleeps, which I'm going to say scariest harmonics game ever hmm. uh, there's ghosts all over the place yeah, yeah but the ghosts spook- are kind of cute that's still well, spooky okay. i'd say there's cute. parts of fantasia that are scary what would be that. scarier then vidrhythm <laughs> i would say the underwater level that's not the shoal in fantasia I really? believe it's called the Shadows. Oh yeah. Oh, I I don't think I've played the final version of that, but I remember the the like the early versions of that yeah, were creepy. Yeah, it's just as creepy. So I'd say that is the scariest. Thing. Scarier than a city sleeps. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, I, I think I think Aaron's right, but that that is a little spooky. It's spooky. mostly the voice in a city sleeps that scares me. Yeah. Well, there's some like weird stuff and like ominous music happening in that in that realm. I'd say it's spooky. I'm also a I don't buy it. I'm also a giant sissy. Yeah, <laughs> That's <you are>. true. <laughs> so. Did you ever get into Halloween when you were a kid? No. N- at all? No. Um, so, I mean, I guess when I was a kid, my parents, you know, because they felt obligated to, like, dress me up in things. And I was basically the same thing every year because it was easy. Was I was, like, a black cat. So I was just basically wearing a black bodysuit with, like, pants and then little cat ears. And my sister would, like, draw whiskers on my face and then we'd be out the door. So that was, like, the gist of my Halloween. And 
you know, like our neighborhood was a little ghetto, so we had to go early before things got weird outside. <laughs> one, of them, one of them daytime Halloween. Yeah, daytime Halloween joint. Um, so we would go trick or treating, and then it was like all of our neighbors are super cheap, so we got like really shitty candy, like. <laughs> fucking candy corn and Tootsie Rolls and I mean Tootsie Rolls are alright like Tootsie Rolls when you know things are messed up when Tootsie Rolls are the thing you're excited about like, yeah no, that's true you know and then but that, for Chicago that, it should have been like hot and cold running Portillo's uh, like every right. door that you went and to then, like, that really, some crinkle cut fries and then the bullshit like gum that got stale within like three seconds <laughs> you know what I'm talking about you get like a hundred pieces for like ten cents at whatever store yeah. It was just garbage. Nice brick um, of Bazooka Joe. Yeah. So, oh, man. And then At the paper would comics. always get stuck yep. to the stupid gum so you like, couldn't right, even eat well, it. I'm eating paper. Yeah. It's like, well, thanks, Bazooka Joe. So it was kind of not great. But I remember one year, and I guess maybe that's what we're talking about, like the good Halloween memories. Yeah. Well, no. You keep talking about the bad ones. Like <laughs> but, no, too. the bad ones were, like, they were always just, like, bad. So I'm not a big fan of Halloween. <laughs> this is tragic. Um, so I'm just like, yeah, this is this is fine. It's like, it's always raining. I'm, like, getting all, like, soaked in for like this bullshit candy and so my parents would be awesome and they would just like buy good bags of candy and like give me some to make up for the bad stuff and like so we try to make the best of it but then one year my like my family took us to like one of the really nice neighborhoods uh oh and we saw Halloween like we never did before <laughs> gentrifying Halloween yes <laughs> the terrifying gentrifying Halloween uh, special <laughs> where we got full size candy bars. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah. The fact that I remember. That's why you go to the rich neighborhoods. Even realized that year, I was just like, is this what Halloween is for the other half? Like, are you kidding me? People get full candy bars. Well, so there's yeah. an in between level, which is what my Halloweens were like, where you get the fun size bars, but not like the Tootsie Roll nonsense. You get like real candy, but fun size. Yeah. Or like the good trusting mm-hmm. neighbors where they're just like, we're out of town, so we're just going to leave a punch bowl full of candy out on yeah. our front steps. Idiots. Did anyone ever give you guys money, like a dollar? Yep. Yeah, so I went. one of the most interesting uh, Halloweens I had as a kid was uh, I went trick-or-treating at my aunt's apartment building in New York. And trick-or-treating indoors was super weird where you just go, you know, it's oh. an apartment complex. So there's 20 apartments on every floor, oh. and you just went you know floor to floor so one of the the houses that we knocked on the door they were like way into halloween and you could see behind them into the apartment there's like balloons everywhere and they had strobe lights and like fake spider webs and uh meanwhile me and my brother are like where's the candy um we're here for candy and so they brought us over and they had this giant vase that was stuffed with um candy toys and money but it also what? had like half filled balloons in it so you had to reach into the vase and you couldn't really tell what you were going to grab. Um, and uh, I was really, really trying for money because there, there were some big bills in there. Um, and instead I got like a $5 bill. Uh, and my brother got a Pez dispenser, which so was better. Um, no, I would have taken the Pez dispenser. That is one of really? the, the yeah. weirdest Halloween nonsense things I've ever heard. Right? <laughs> Like it's toys the strangest. and cash, for cash money? Yeah, just like, money. That sounds like a weird that's, child entrapment scenario. That's, <laughs> right? It sounds terrifying, but apparently that's how they roll in Manhattan. They also put, like, razor blades in there, too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, my, my money uh, scenario was there was uh, an elderly woman um, who lived not far from my parents' house who was also a substitute teacher uh, in the school system. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Corindia if you're listening to the show. Uh, and she lived all the way up at the top of like a huge set of stairs. And like, remember being so excited to get up there and then getting 
uh, a packet of raisins, <laughs> like one of the little box of like sun-kissed yes. raisins and pennies, like, pennies. like several pennies that she just like sprinkled into my bag. It was garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Corinthian. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, no, like there was always some really weird stuff. I definitely remember going sometimes too. They would take us if it was like really bad out. Maybe like schools. Like we'd drive around to different schools for like different Halloween festivities. Okay. And they'd have like little candy parties and stuff like that where we could just like get really cool stuff. Um, it was weird. I feel like we need to have a real Halloween for you. I know. Like Nick should take you out trick or treating with Abby this year. Oh my god. Like you should. You, you deserve. It sounds like you've never had a Halloween. Well, I like kind of did, but they're just. I never remembered them being fun. They were just like, oh, that rained on. This is stupid. Like, yeah. it wasn't you know really exciting. I'm like, okay, candy. I could have just like mom could have just given me candy. Like, why did I have to go walk around if I could just <laughs> get me a bag of it anyway? Like, what are we even doing? Well, just take the it's candy. The hunt. It's the hunt for the best candy. Yeah. There was never any. I mean, sometimes we got like fun size bars, but it was like seriously after the. The rich people neighborhood where we went and got candy, like you can't really go back from yeah. that. No. No. What you should have done is you should have just um, grown up in a an affluent suburb like I did. <laughs> I know. Like that would have that would have yeah. turned your whole perspective Mistakes on Halloween around. Were made. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also the mall. Malls. Did malls by you guys do like? Yeah, Halloween we went stuff? trick or treating in the mall once in New York. Mm-hmm. What am I hearing? Really? Like, no. Like, no schools, no malls, no apartment buildings. Not just house to house. Like, you go door to door, and you meet strangers, and you ask them to give you things. Like, that's how <laughs> Halloween works. That's the spirit of Halloween. So, what was your best Halloween, Aaron? My best? And you also have to tell us what you were dressed as. My, my best costume was, I was probably 12 years old, um, and I went as Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> Former professional wrestler, <laughs> who one is amazing, uh, two lives locally now. I believe. I think he's in Tewksbury. Please, works wow. at Please tell me you can dress up like him this year and go to his house. Oh, I wish. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Brutus the Barber Beefcake: He actually used to work for uh, the T, the MBTA, uh, and he was fired uh, after white powder was discovered in his uh, his little cubicle. I think he worked at Downtown Crossing. And this was right after 9-11. Oh. Uh, caused a huge anthrax scare, and uh, it just turned out it was coke. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, just those wacky <laughs> professional wrestlers. Brutus uh, the Barber Beefcake? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So his gimmick, for those of you unfamiliar, like Annette, uh, <laughs> his gimmick was that he was a barber, Yep. Uh, and like all barbers, uh, he wore... Purple spandex, of course, uh, with holes cut into his tights, mm-hmm. uh, with fishnet showing underneath, black fishnet. Perfect. Um, and he wore almost like a tuxedo jacket uh, and a bow tie, no shirt. Uh, and he carried around a pair of quote unquote barber shears. Were they comically, like, just huge? They were gardening shears. Of course. Uh, <laughs> but they had red and white tape on the handles. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's all you have to do in wrestling to become a barber. Uh, so <laughs> that was my costume. Did you have the fishnets, too? I had too? the tights. I had the fishnets on underneath. My mom's always been really good uh, about costumes, like, for Halloween. Um, she used to do um, uh, costumes for, like, school plays when we were kids, and then... 
Um, as soon as I got into high school, she joined the drama club and started doing all the costumes for, uh, for drama, which she's still doing 15 years later. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she really got into it. Like she got the tights, she got the fishnet in there. Uh, I had my little jacket, my little bow tie, uh, but she would not let me carry a pair of gardening shears around. Aww. So we had to compromise and we tried to recreate them as best we could out of cardboard. That's so cute. Uh, which is which was kind of adorable, but it didn't really didn't have the same kind of menacing air that I thought <laughs> that Brutus had uh, when he entered the ring. But uh, but that's okay. If I if I did it again, I would do it right. Yeah. I would go out and I would get like a legit pair of gardening shears. Yeah. I'm really bummed that for our live stream to not dress that way. I've got a pretty good costume for the live stream. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with it. Cool. I mean, by the time this goes out, it will have happened already. It will have happened, So, yes. yeah. If you missed it, maybe we'll archive it. I have no idea what we're doing on the show. Maybe. I have no idea what we're doing ever is basically what I realized. Like, right you, now, you just like, trust me I just me show up, and then you just tell like me what happens. four hours to figure it out. It's It'll fine. fine. I generally just show up, and then you tell me what happens, and then I just roll with it. And it's then good. you put little things on the screen so that I know what I'm supposed to be talking about. Right. Seems yeah. like it's worked so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all good. Um, hmm. Let's see, Kenny. What about you, Christine? What's what's your best Halloween costume? Um, so I peaked early with Halloween costumes. Uh, when I'm glad I you was, finished that sentence because I was wondering where this is going. <laughs> I was about four years old when I had my favorite costume ever. I was Madonna for Halloween. <laughs> oh, as a child. <laughs> Wait, which Madonna? Um, so uh, here's where the compromising with parents I'm had to come in. out hope for like a virgin Madonna. Oh god, I wish. <laughs> it was it was less uh it, the outfit uh was clearly an off the rack uh outfit for a flapper, so like a 30s <laughs> like mm-hmm. like red dress with like fringy stuff happening. Um but I insisted that I was Madonna and made my aunt put as much of her long necklaces on me as could fit. Like, you know, the giant cross that Madonna would wear and like beaded necklaces, the whole thing. Um, and also her fake birthmark above my lip <laughs> that my aunt did with uh, um, an eyeliner pencil. So was this your choice? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I was big into Madonna as a child. At four years old. Four really? years old. I would listen to Madonna and Motley Crue. Okay. Wow. Huh. So not a lot has changed. Yeah, <laughs> no, actually. No. That's true. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I My mom was also super into the costume stuff, but I don't remember... Any ones that we made for me, uh, most of the time we would make uh, ridiculous ones for my brother. He went as a clown one year, and my mom like even made the wig um, by dyeing a mop head, you know, like the the stringy <laughs> good, like, like rope ones. Hand, yeah, hand. yeah. Um, she also used to do a bunch of stuff where she would uh, incorporate my little, the littlest brother, um, his uh, carriage. Um, like where she would make like an ice cream truck or something around the carriage as part oh, of the costume. So that's, cute. that's serious yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. She was super creative about it. Yeah. Now we never really did a whole lot. Although the nice thing is that my sister now like, you know, treats Halloween very like nicely at at her house with the kids and so they wear really cool stuff and they do a lot of fun face painting and my niece gets to wear little like crazy princess costumes and gets to be like a princess warrior and all this really cool stuff. So Have you dressed up and gone out with them? Cool. I'm never home around this mm. time of year, so I don't get to actually go with them. But I do try to take advantage of the holidays. Like last Christmas, I uh, actually got to spend it with them, which is nice. Because I don't care about Christmas. I know, which we'll talk about later, but... 
uh, for Halloween, I haven't gotten to do that. So I'm spending Halloween in New Orleans this weekend, which I'll be working for most of it, but Should I'm sure I'll find something yeah. stupid to do yeah. <laughs> to make up for years of lackluster Halloween. Which no digs on my parents. It's just like a weird holiday, and I'm a, just a giant chicken shit and don't like to do haunted houses or anything. <laughs> so uh, it's not really their fault. It's more of a, like, just scary. I just don't like scary things. No, I don't either. Like, I, I was never big into horror movies when I was a kid. Um, like Nick is the guy yeah. who should be on this mm-hmm. show. Yeah, Nick should like, be here. He is Mr. Mr. Ghoulies. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I used to I used to think that there were um, uh, you know the movie Tremors. Uh, there are like the weird like sandworms that live underground and like that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw like a TBS cut of the movie when I was a kid and used to be terrified about crossing the street late at night because I thought that like whatever they were. I don't remember what they called them, but they weren't tremors and they weren't sandworms, whatever they were. I used to think that they lived under my street. I used to think that they would like jump up and grab me when I was walking home. It's kind of the worst. Like the stuff you watch or you like just images you see as a kid that would just live with you for the rest of your life. That makes me not want to watch any scary movie ever. Like I think, I forgot what channel's having... I think it was AMC. Yeah. But they're having like crazy like Halloween like scary movie marathons. And I'm like, I will have Fear no Fest, I think it's part of this. Yeah. yeah. Like they were just showing commercials for like Halloween and other stuff. And I'm like, I can't even. See, and I love all of that. No. It's just like just brutal murdering of people. <laughs> it's just like I can't <laughs> watch it. It's just too like terrible for me. Like I tried watching The Walking Dead the last couple weeks. And it's just like soup. It's been oh, so honey. gruesome, and like this season is not the season to start watching if you've never seen it before. No, I, I mean I've just been in passing because like my beginning. entire it's so extra violent this season. My entire uh like house basically is just like super absorbed in it. So I either hear it or just like I'm sitting in the living room like already and it yeah. starts and I just hang out and I'm like, what is happening? Like this is oh <laughs> yeah, my god. Watch, no, you should stop Which, doing like, that. Which like I probably won't ever ever watch the show to be honest. I just read the graphic novels. And you're fine with that? Like, I'm it doesn't bother you that. reading the books? It doesn't bother me. It's only if it's, like, just, I guess in motion, you know? Like, I can just read it, and it'll, my brain will, like, create its own imagery, but and just seeing it like that and hearing everything is just way more visceral. And, yeah. and ugh. So I could definitely read it. I could tolerate that much. So, like, I'm kind of going through the series right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I sometimes think that that is even worse. Like, when I was a kid... Even like not watching any horror movies or anything even like remotely mm-hmm. frightening, I used to um, just like in passing through the horror section of the video store mm-hmm. in my hometown. Like I've never seen like the majority of those movies, but I remember what all of like the clamshell VHS cases <laughs> look like because they like they were all like such striking images and then you like your mind just kind of fills in the blanks and it's like oh this is probably what critters is about uh and it's probably nowhere near as bad as i imagined it would <laughs> yeah. be but just the idea of like as a kid just kind of like filling in those blanks which to that end too in like scary movies i even though i hate them but if i get like stuck watching one for whatever reason um i can't cover my eyes while things are happening, because I always figure whatever I when I imagine in my head is yep. happening is probably worse than what's actually on screen, <laughs> which like most of the time it's actually like it's still pretty bad whatever's happening on screen, but not nearly as bad as what I would probably picture in my head and hearing what's going on in the background. So I definitely just make myself watch it, and then I'm like, well, okay, that was that bad, or I'm like, oh god, this is just mm. <laughs> this is all adorable. 
it's I tr- I try really hard to watch stuff because like everyone I know loves this stuff, and so I'm like, well, I can't be a party pooper, and I have to sit down and watch it with everybody. But I'm just like, ugh. It's interesting, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it's interesting that so much more of that type of media has become so much more commonplace mm-hmm. where something like Walking Dead can be a top 10 comic book and that it can be a hugely successful TV show. Um, and I mean, just like zombies in general right now, like everyone's, you know, losing their minds still. Like it feels like it's been 10 years. Yeah. Th- like since there's been like this whole like zombie renaissance. Um, and, uh, and again, don't know if that uh, is a good thing or not, but it seems like horror is getting to be much more widely accepted yeah. um, in terms of like novels like World War Z or movies yep. or TV <clears throat> comics. Yeah, I mean, even I don't watch it because the commercials scare me, so I'm not, I'm not as brave as Nick is apparently, but American Horror Story is also another one that's like, super super popular on tv that probably mm-hmm. couldn't have aired you know 10 years ago oh yeah, yeah for sure there's still a lot of like networks for that kind of thing now mm-hmm. yeah so it's 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 crazy and it's weird and it's like some people are like, but it's such a great show i'm like i'm sure it is but if i can't stand to watch like yeah 90 of it because of whatever's happening then no like where I, like, freaked out about this stuff, my roommate, like, goes to sleep to this shit. Like, I, I'm like, how do you even do this? Like, what is wrong with you? She's like, I don't know. It's peaceful for me. Christine like, was telling crazy. me last week that she deliberately avoids invitations to watch Walking Dead with people because she prefers watching it in the dark by herself. <laughs> I do. I watched it last night, and I, I turn off all the lights. Uh-huh. I sit by myself on the couch and watch The Walking Dead. And then immediately watch The Talking Dead. Yeah, she's been invited to come see it at my house because it's like a group of us watching it. And she's like, nope, I watch it by myself. I, it, I have to have, I can't, it's got to be quiet. I, I don't, I, I really enjoy watching that show by myself mostly because um, I, while I appreciate like our current culture's uh, constant like community around this stuff and everybody like has an opinion about the show and everybody has thoughts. I kind of like having this show as a thing that I digest on my own uh, and have my own thoughts and feelings about before, let's say, returning to Twitter or Facebook and seeing what my friends think about it. Um, it's just I, I feel like it's a better experience. There's there's a few shows that I treat that, like this, like that one um, and Game of Thrones is another one that I really enjoy just sitting and watching it by myself and not having any of this, like, yeah. interruptions from, you know, other people. Um I don't know. Yeah. No, Breaking Bad was the, the show I needed to watch for myself. I'm like, everyone needs to shut the F up. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched I that need yet. need so. to focus. You're not going to watch Breaking Bad yet? No, I've got like a Jeez. backlog of really good TV I need to watch. I need to watch that. I haven't watched The Wire. Uh, I haven't watched Dexter. Um, but I have, I have a television problem where um, I don't really enjoy starting new shows. Um, so... I and I don't dedicate a lot of my time to TV because I have a bunch of other stuff that I really enjoy doing. So like my my TV time maxes out at like I watch The Walking Dead every week and The Talking Dead and a couple of other shows and that's about it. So. Also Talking Dead like I, so I do watch that because I'm just so impressed by how well produced that show oh, is. No. Like I like I'm not even paying attention to any of the content they're like they're even talking about, but it's just really like well the host just like on 
everything. Like you can tell it's oh, like yeah. really tightly timed. He knows exactly like when he needs to get messaging out. He knows all the breaks. Like yeah. everything keeps people on track. Like everything is just so well done. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Bravo show. This Fantastic. Is great. And it's live. Oh no, it's yeah. not on Bravo. It's AMC. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shut up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that show <laughs> so much. Yeah, I know. You love that. What, I Chris do. Hardwick? Yeah. I do love Chris Hardwick. He's a good dude. He he makes me so happy because it's so clear when he's talking about the show that he's a he's truly a fan and mm-hmm. he's just so, so excited yeah. even to be like even to be doing this, to be able to talk about the show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and it's great. it's nice to see late night show hosts that actually look excited about their jobs. Yeah. And, like, and again, all the guests that they have, like, he's just really good at getting people, like, getting everyone to speak. Yeah. Like, asking the right, the right questions. All of the polling stuff is, like, really crazy and yeah, instantaneous that's new this in a way season. that I don't, like, know how they even do. And, like, just just everything. Like, I can only imagine, like, the number of people in the background, like, scrambling it on your end and yeah. doing things. Like, that's just how I watch this whole show, which is, like, probably from working here too long. But, like, yeah. <laughs> just, like. Well, it's a good way to detach from all the violence, violence and the scary stuff, too. To just be able to think of, like, oh, I wonder how much time they spent in makeup earlier today. How many extras did they have to bring Yeah, in? and it's just, like, the, the cool behind-the-scenes stuff and, like, rolling that all that stuff in. It helps, like, humanize it in a way that makes what I just digested less terrible and nightmarish you must close your eyes during the in memoriam though don't you where they replay all the deaths the music from the makes episode me laugh, so it helps <laughs> oh, okay, like good. with the like, desensitize <laughs> the whole thing because otherwise like yeah I, i'm just like oh and like yeah this season in particular has been like super duper violent it's just been it's not even that it's been so much more violent it's that it's been so much more casual yeah like just the like that first scene in the first episode where it was just like spoilers like just just so, so nonchalant, like, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yep, that's the right. That's that the, right the right response. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I, I have a hard time watching that sort of stuff, um, and it hasn't changed. So any scary movies today, I'm just like, nope, I can't watch it. Like even Breaking Bad, which I love to death, and it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Like there was some stuff in there. It's just like the tension. Was stressed me out. Like I couldn't watch more than like three episodes at a time. Like that was like my caps. After a while, I'm like, ah, I'm so anxious. I need to go smoke a cigarette or something. Like it was just like so crazy. And then finally, like something would just finally happen, and I'm like, oh my god, ew. And then it was like the show's the best. See, that's the stuff that I don't mind, like the tension mm-hmm. or like anything that's kind of like a psychological harm. Yeah, which like, that mm-hmm. like I'm I love Jaws, but I don't think of Jaws as a horror movie. No. Yeah. Um, but like Silence of the Lambs is kind of the same way. Shining, a lot of John Carpenter yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. where it is like, I guess I don't like slasher movies or kind of like yeah. gruesome horror, like just for the sake of right, uh, the sake of gore. But I like, like the thing I like about the most about The Shining is that it is like it's not an alien or a monster. Mm-hmm. Like it's just your dad. <laughs> and you're in this giant house, and then all of a sudden your dad just loses it. And that's so much scarier. That's so yeah. much scarier. That's so creepy. Yeah. It's just like, you, you know, you humanize stuff. Like, basically, you turn any situation, I'm like, this could happen to people. Like, yeah. that's when it, it gets, like, crazy. And that's the thing about, like, scary movies. I feel like when, or even just, like, psychological thrillers where there's, like, a lot of known actors, it's hard for me to yeah. separate them from the characters. But when you get, like, a movie with a bunch of no-name actors 
that go through some like realistic ish kind of thing i'm like oh my god they're all dead now like that's where i'm like oh <laughs> yeah. or if it's you know i don't know what did i watch recently i don't remember let's say like ben affleck's in the movie or something and i'm like well i'm gonna go see him in this other thing and he's still alive and well so like it helps <laughs> me like not think about you know these characters in a way that yeah. i feel like any sadness for them or fear for them no at the point where it's like it's someone so famous that you don't even bother remembering their character's name and it's like oh ben affleck did this this and this yeah in the movie it's like exactly yeah Yeah. so you might be okay going back to watch some of the old horror movies now that those people are famous like johnny depp was in the original uh nightmare on elm street which back then would have been super scary because he wasn't well known but Mm -hmm. now you'd be fine you know he goes on to be jack sparrow it's okay that's true but nightmare on elm street are you saying that those are in the same universe (laughs) (laughs) he grows up and he becomes jack sparrow (laughs) that that's his dream in nightmare in nightmare on elm street is to be a pirate yeah okay a pirate or a chocolatier obviously (laughs) both (laughs) <laughs> All right, pirate chocolatier. He's an entrepreneur. I dig it. He's an entrepreneur. New Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen, there's a picture going around the internet of a dude that dressed as all of Johnny Depp's characters at once. I did, yeah. It's pretty great. Was that from New York Comic Con? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. it was recent. Wow, Edward Scissorhands part of that must have been really interesting. Yeah. yeah it's it was like great. 20-something different characters. Edward Scissorhands creeped me the That movie's creepy. out, too. But I did, I, I liked it, but the whole time I was just, like, so tense because I'm like, he's going to accidentally stab everybody. Like, <laughs> I just, like, can't stop swinging your arms like that. Like, it's not, just stop freaking out, dude. You're going to hurt somebody. That's, I, I used to have that reaction to all of Tim Burton's stuff as a kid. Like, I would, I would probably still rank Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure <laughs> in the top ten scariest things that have ever happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, like that, that. Like no joke. That is a sincere <laughs> it, nightmare. It is really that bad. Is, yeah. It is really an bad. Endless nightmare. I love that movie. That oh, is like, fantastic! Yeah, I know, but no, it's I understand. Great. Like it is the creepiest thing Whoa. ever. Oh God. I'm done for the day now. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just thinking about else. that scene. It's so weird. Ugh. And that's gonna go like need a, to watch cartoons isn't to it recover. Like a claymation face too. It is. They oh, do. Oh, the worst. I that movie. Which is so like weird. it's so campy and it's so like deliberately, like kind of schlocky. Mm-hmm. But it's still like as a kid. Ah, mm, no, yeah, thank you. We were watching something the other day. I forgot. Maybe it was Batman. I don't remember what the hell we were watching, but um. Yeah, we were just talking a bunch about, like, Tim Burton movies, and Pee-wee came up, and I was like, man, that movie is so creepy. I, yep. like, definitely watched it. It was on Netflix streaming for a long time, and I watched it every Friday <laughs> for, like, six months. You could do a lot worse. I know. It was just, like, on in the background. I was, like, getting ready for a party or just, like, hanging out or whatever, making dinner. Yeah. Just, Pope like, would be terrified of the uh, the clown surgeon scene. when they, uh, oh. Like, any of those nightmare vignettes with the bike, like the, the mm. T-Rex eating the bike. <laughs> But the the clowns that, was that, that would bad. be Pope's undoing. Yeah, that's my scariest one. Like as much as I love horror movies, I love scary stories. I love all of it. Pennywise from the movie is just so Not so. Not the sp- pop punk band. No, okay. no. The the clown, <laughs> the clown. Yeah. Oh God, Tim Curry is so so good in that role, but he's so scary. Yeah, I would never watch that. He oh. couldn't pay me any amount. It's of It's also money. like four hours long. What? It was a yeah. it was a mini series. Oh, classic Stephen King. Oh, oh man, no, oh, yeah, so no, good. Not. the The thing that still to this day, like, can't even watch it, but just the idea of it makes me want to barf. Is the one with like the the <laughs> dentist guy. 
Like, isn't he like a little m- shop of horrors? No. <laughs> uh, isn't it like some like dentist guy that like just murders people? Doctor Giggles. <laughs> Is it? No, Doctor Giggles was a surgeon. Yeah. I don't think he was a dentist. An oral surgeon? Well, <laughs> we're kind of splitting hairs now. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the, the particulars uh, of Dr. Giggle's profession. Hmm. I'm going to have to look it you're, up. This is a horror movie you're talking ask about? Yeah. Nick would know. I know. Nick would know. I would, I would, I'll ask him. Maybe I'm making that up. Or maybe it was just like a scene specifically with like some murder in a dentist's office. Oh, there's a final destination that, that happens. There's a kid in, in the dentist chair, and there's some stuff happening. Also a little yeah. shop of horrors. <laughs> I don't think it was I'm just horror. saying. <laughs> no. No. I'm going to have to ask Nick. I'm pretty out. sure it was Nick. No. This, this podcast title should be We Should Ask Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all kinds of scary, terrible things. I'm going to need a palate cleanser after this. because Let's go eat more candy. Go look way... at pictures of corgis. Yeah, go look at puppy photos because I'm like scared now. Oh, puppies in costumes. Let's go look at puppies in costumes. Oh yeah, do you guys have dogs? Do you dress up your dogs? No, she doesn't like clothing. Okay. Did she you try to dress up your dogs? I did. I have a picture of her from the first year I had her. Um, I dressed her as Batman. Um, but she tried to eat the cape. Of course. Uh, and then um, I also bought her um, a skeleton costume, but she outgrew it before Halloween came. Um, she does have a, a hoodie that has little skulls all over it. That's cute. Mm-hmm. What about, She'll tolerate hoodies. What about True? True used to wear a Hawaiian shirt all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For Halloween. Party animal. <laughs> yeah. Can you get some like weekend at Bernie's? Yeah. Yes. On? Yes. Put some sunglasses on him, please. Like Bernie. <laughs> Done. Done deal. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're welcome. Um, what time is it? How are we I think we're done. We're done. Yeah. That's the show. I don't think Pope's showing up. No. <laughs> if he does, he could just sit here for the next hour by himself. Right. Um, All right. Well, that should wrap us up. Uh, you can catch us on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm sure you can subscribe somewhere in like iTunes or something. You just listen to the show. Uh, and you can catch us on the live stream as usual, you can subscribe to the newsletter, and you can get all of that information as often as you want. Uh, We'll catch you on the next show, slightly less spooky, hopefully a little bit more informative, Mm -hmm. but we'll see. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye.